When is the last time you attended a slumber party with your girlfriends and discussed issues on your heart? Your host is Gina Glenn, who welcomes you to tonight's Mommy Jammies Night. This is a time for you and our special guests and friends from around the world to join in live. Put on a comfortable pair of jammies, pull up a chair, settle in with your favorite refreshment, and prepare to be blessed as Gina welcomes tonight's guest. And now, here's Gina Glenn. Hi, and welcome to the Mommy Jammies podcast. Tonight's Mommy Jammies podcast is sponsored by Extensions. Extensions grows mathematicians, critical thinkers, and problem solvers through an online subscription-based problem-solving math program for ages kids ages 10 and up. It's co-owned and developed by two teachers turned homeschooling moms working to balance their own version of life, homeschool, and work. Visit Extensions for a free trial today. EXSTEMSIONS.com. Which brings us to the topic of today's podcast, the work life homeschool balance myth. I call balance a myth because what is balance anyway? You might be surprised to know, I know that I was. I was surprised to learn that balance has to do with an equality of passions. Or as Webster's 1828 tells us, as balance signifies equal weight or equality, it is, it is by custom used for the weight or sum necessary to make two unequal weights or sums equal. And now, friends, we know why balance is a myth. There is no way we can ascribe equality to the moving pieces of our lives, especially when we're talking about our children. Why do moms agonize over going back to work? Taking, times for, taking time for themselves or self-care or even a weekend away with their spouse. I think it's because as moms, we're always balancing the needs of our family against every other need. And so you guessed it, there's always going to be a certain amount of imbalance. And this also means that the other things vying for importance in our lives will become most important at certain times and not at others. The struggle is real and it's okay. So what do you do? What do you do? How, how do you try to get some semblance of balance or making order out of chaos? Well, the first step is to just keep things moving. And this means evaluating our priorities. I suggest listening to the previous podcast, Developing a Wholehearted Business Mindset or Recovering from Burnout. Both are linked in the show notes to this episode for some ideas on um, establishing our priorities and boundaries. Once we have those priorities outlined, they deserve the attention that systems and processes in our business, along with a doable schedule at home, can provide. Some ideas to outline your priorities in this way might include keeping a simple schedule, asking for help from your spouse and other children, or even grandparents, you could even reach out to friends. Um, I used to have a friend who would drive to my house and pick up my daughter for her part-time job and a lesson because I had other children at home and she had finished homeschooling. So other veteran moms in the area that you've homeschooled alongside with while you're trying to build a business at home, they're pretty understanding and they like to stay in the homeschool um, community. Usually that's where they've built their friends up over time and that's a good way to reach out as well. Another idea would be scheduling your time during your day in three blocks. 
maybe a work time, a school time, and a family time. For years and years, we had in our home what I refer to as table time, and that was from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. every day. This is when the kids had my undivided attention. We'd converted our dining room into a schoolroom, and I had a large whiteboard that my husband had made out of a shower panel that he framed. And on the left side, I would write out the kids' independent work. And then we chose a topic which rotated um, each week. So like Monday, we did history. Tuesday, we did math. And it doesn't mean that they did these other subjects, um, that they never did those other subjects except on those themed days. It just meant that on those themed days, during that table time, we worked as a family and I could ask questions. Sometimes we had a group discussion. Um, and sometimes they were just, I was just available. But that meant in the morning, we could attend to chores or I could work on my business or work in the family business. And then in the evening, there was a break time where we could get outside and do something. We could attend to uh, things that needed to be prepped for dinner. Or again, I could work on checking email and things that I didn't have that guilt of being constantly away and busy. And we knew we could all count on that table time. And that was a real lifesaver for a long, long time. And then you might also think about organizing your homeschool, your home, and your business. That way the things, like your work things, aren't in the school room. Or if you have a small space and some of these things overlap, you might have to get creative about some ways to keep things separate and tidy so that you can function separately when you need to. Sometimes it's difficult, no lie, because you, you know, you're at home. Your kids are at home with you all day, and you're at home working all day, and those things are going to overlap. And there's a certain beauty in that, and I don't think we should try to have it too tidy where these things never touch, like food on a plate. But it does help to have some areas that are dedicated to certain things, even if it's a small space, just for clarity. And you might find that some of your children actually require that. Um, if you have, I have four children, they're all four introverted, as I'm introverted, but my husband's extroverted. So that means he doesn't really need to have that clearly divine space. He's the type of person, if there's a little area that nothing is sitting on, he will put something there. <laughs> the kids and I, though, um, though we can pile as well, it's in a different way, and we really do have to have that dedicated space or time or quiet. So those are things that if you can think ahead about, they can help everything keep moving. And in the end, I th really think it's helpful just to keep our eye on the prize. Just consider why are we trying to do all the things anyway? What is our goal? Why do we want a business or ministry or work at home career? If providing additional income to your family helps you to stay at home with your children and that's one of your goals, remind yourself of that very thing every single day. Write it out, put it where you can see it, frame it if you want to, find a Bible verse that helps solidify that in your mind for you. But this helps you count all the chaos as blessing because the truth is, yes, we are sometimes checking our phones with kids in tow while dropping off our eldest at a Japanese lesson. But we're doing this in the middle of the day around our own schedules, accommodating the needs of our family. And that kind of freedom is really priceless. 
And we're learning not to really balance anything, but give priority to the things that we're called to do. And that is truly a beautiful thing. Your action steps for this week are make a list of all the reasons you're thankful for the chaos that is working at home. And if you are working at home and you're struggling with some of the suggestions I had in the podcast today, keeping a simple schedule, asking help from your spouse or other children, scheduling your time in blocks, organizing your home school, your home, your life, and your business, I put some helpful links in the podcast, but you can also reach out to me at Gina at MediaAngels.com. Thank you, and thanks for tuning in today. I'll see you next Thursday. I'm so happy you joined our session of Mommy Jammies Night. Please drop our guests a line and let them know how thankful you are that they gave their time. And follow up with Gina Glenn on Mommy Jammies Night Facebook page and the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network Facebook page or via email at Gina at MediaAngels.com. God's blessing upon you and your family.